0: Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. State Farm agents are always ready to help you personalize your insurance plan so you can create a policy that fits your needs. You can manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. And you can always call one of the State Farm agents in neighborhoods across the country. Get a great rate without sacrificing great service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This desert sanctuary was built by aliens. I'm Jason Horton.
1: I'm Rebecca Lieb.
0: And this is Ghost Town. If you know me. And I don't.
1: You don't at all. <laughs> not for 10 years, not for two years, two years not for no. five minutes. You actually just wandered into my apartment. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know me, you don't know that I love the desert. I love. I feel like I started... Have I started this podcast
0: at least two other times saying that I love the desert? I don't know, but I always notice some pictures of you and I'm like, you're in the desert. I (laughs) I love the desert. I don't even know how to get... How do you even get to the desert? (laughs) You drive there on the
1: 10. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. That's not... I didn't get like beamed in like a ray of light from here to the desert. I love the desert. I grew up, as you all know, in all of you all four of you who are listening to this begrudgingly on your uh, commute uh in wisconsin and we grew up around lakes and heavily forested areas it was fairly rural um but when i came to la mm, about a decade ago uh going to the desert was like going to a different planet it was like dreamlike and strange and arid and there was these like flowers blossoming that looked like crazy like bandanas Bandanas, long graying braids, turquoise jewelry, uh, tumbleweeds, whispers. I loved it. I I loved it. I ate it up. Um. So I cannot wait to talk about one of my favorite structures in the desert. Um. This structure is said to be capable of rejuvenation, um, anti gravity, uh, alien connectivity and communication, possibly even time travel. So today we're going to talk about the iconic Integratron.
0: I, you know, I have heard, and probably from you, mm-hmm. pre this podcast. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe you posted something I about preach, it. Like,
1: I don't work for them, but I preach their gospel. Yes, that's okay. The energy waves got into my skull, and now I am a slave. I'm a slave to them. Oh. I know. That's pretty great. That's yeah. pretty great. It's um, a,
0: and just something that's just like... In the desert, like where it's like inconvenient to get to makes it even more.
1: Yeah, it's in the middle. It's in Landers, California, which is 40 minutes outside of Joshua Tree. So it's like you don't even it's not like you're going past, you know, the Cabazon dinosaurs or like Morongo. You you have to get really far off. And when I started going to it, it was pretty easy to book a sound bath there, which is what you do there. Uh, But now you have to book like I was thinking about when I was getting this episode ready Oh, I want to go back out there and go to a sound bath. It's like a two-month wait now. It's insane. People from all over go. We're going we're gonna to talk about this, too. I got some reviews. I went on Yelp. I did some deep research on Yelp to see what people thought of it, people's uh, preconceptions of it. How far is I it from LA them,
0: proper, just out of curiosity?
1: Uh, it's about two hours. Okay. Um, I called them... Not this is not the first time I call them, but uh, they won't do interviews. the The three women who own it right now, they won't um, give quotes. They won't. That's a quote though. We don't give quotes. Yeah. So I got something. I am a journalist. Got him. So exactly. <laughs> um. So it's that's always a really fun thing. I think when when places like that and the Museum of Jurassic Technology does it too, where they shy away, which is also another episode of something else that is beloved to me in my identity here in L. A. I love it when they don't do that. It's so secretive. It's so mysterious. And it's like they don't need it. They're like too cool for us, yeah. for Ghost
0: Town. Well, because, if you know, I guess if we if we got too, too much information to put out there, it, people would be less interested to come and check it out for themselves. Yeah. Which I can appreciate.
1: Although no amount of information, I think, could really do this place justice. Like, we're going to try. But you really have to experience it. You know, like, when we talk about barter houses or, like, you know, places... You know, like the comedy store, or whatever. Like these are places you can go and visit, and you kind of, I think, get a sense of what a comedy club is, or a, you know, a, a penitentiary, or a residence. Like you, you have a sense. When I'm talking about this giant geodesic dome in the middle of nowhere, you're like, I don't fucking know. Like. I, it go could be G- anything. I go
0: to geodesic domes all the time. <laughs> oh, fine. Yeah.
1: You get a punch card? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the 10th one, I go zapped up from space. It's great.
1: Then <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't get a new punch card later? you don't no, like- come back. So oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, Fairly yeah. well. You're on your way? Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. Well, um, some of us don't always frequent giant. Uh, fabled structures in the middle of the desert. So that's what we're here to is do. Is it
0: easy to like, do you, do, when you drive there, is it like a parking slot? Yeah, or? there's
1: okay. a, it's all like you go, you're going past, like, you start on 29 Palms. Uh, highway essentially and you're going and the roads get smaller and smaller they get less and less paved and eventually you're like rolling in your car through yucca trees and there's a, like a turn off a really sharp turn off and there's a lot of like yurts and stuff in the desert too like there's a lot of dome shaped wooden structures. so you're like is that it is that like there's a couple that are kind of fake outs where you're like that no that's just like a weird water heater and then you turn in and it's it's a parking lot Uh, you go in there's all these signs like it's kind of like hippie-ish too there's a lot of like art there's a lot of um, like wind catcher type art there's also wind chimes yes chimes all a plenty there's so you go there and there's all these hammocks too that you can sit in and relax in until your sound bath and there's a little structure and then there's a they recently put in a gift shop which I was happy for even though I was like I get it you're very popular now Integratron Yeah. yeah Um but it's yeah, it's a really fun, fun thing. But but I'm gonna tell you more about it. But I just wanna check in too um about our life. do you have any news? Do we any any things to any, any discuss? Hot news? I mean we have some it's stuff okay if coming no. up. Yeah. But
0: like uh we have stuff coming up, but we're not we're just in the talking about it phase, but it'll be coming up very, very soon. Mm. We're very excited about what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, a little a little I mean it's, it's similar to what we're doing, but mm-hmm. a little bit of a like a little bit of a Little slight, yeah. Fork in the road, where we something. go, and then we come, we come right back. Yeah,
1: how about that? You like when we explore? Yeah, right. You like it. we we stretch the boundaries of this medium? Yeah, right.
0: I mean, uh, they could, and if you're like, oh, I listen to all. We know we hit. Uh, we're over now, but uh, fifty proper episodes. We passed. Well, there's Whoa. more because I, don't, I wasn't counting the mini ones, but we're we we'll, we're well past the fifty mark. I like that, and we're probably. Getting close to our one-year anniversary.
1: Yeah, I think we are too. Yeah. Wow, we should do something for that. I don't yeah. know what, and I don't know when, and I don't know how.
0: Yeah, well, and if but if you've listened to all of them, he's like, yeah, but I already caught up. You know where you can go.
1: Oh, oh, oh!
0: It's not in the desert. Mm-mm. It's, it's on in the internet, internet super highway <gasps> where you can surf the web
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> right <Yeah>. over
0: <laughs> catch a wave to. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Bonus episodes up the wazoo. Can I say that? Oh my God,
1: you can say that. You can say that if I can say bonies. Oh.
0: Jason hates that. Yeah, single-handedly bringing down the podcast. Exactly. There's... Uh, two bonus episodes a month mm-hmm. for the $2 level and that helps get uh, helps us with submissions to festivals so we can perform live mm-hmm. and uh, some other some other costs that we yeah, have yeah
1: keeps up the podcast uh, production fees which can mean anything, yeah, anything. pretty much like Cookies. Yeah, mostly it's cookies. Mostly Jason's cookie, cookie corner. Yeah. Um, cookie corner. Every once in a while, yeah, it can mean some weird uh, expenditure we have, uh, like tiny easels that we okay. don't really use anymore no. for our papers. For our notes. Yeah. For our notes. So, you know, so it's whatever. Check it out. It's keeping up our AOL email accounts. That's really expensive. Um, our Google Glasses. Yeah, Google Glasses, Google uh-huh, Wave. Exactly. Our Maseratis. Yep. It's really important, so please donate.
0: And then if you ever want to say what up, I guess you can go to our Instagram, which is Mm -hmm. Ghost Town Pod.
1: Yeah, please do. Especially, I know a lot of you have probably been to this place because it's fairly popular. Um, But the history is not to be missed. We are also going to go to LA Breakfast Club, I believe, at some point. I don't know if I'm teasing the wrong point. But uh, yeah, we wanna we wanna showcase some other things, some things that you could attend to. I think that's sure. also a really important part of the podcast. The exploration part is yeah. always kind of key. With like this. it's cool if we're talking about a place somewhere in remote, you know, Scandinavian coastline, but it's also really cool when it's something that you can get to like pretty easily and experience it for yourself. And some firsthand experience. Yeah. Mm, we like that. We love that. Um, and I've had a lot of, I've been to the Integratron, I would say maybe 12 times. What? Yeah. <laughs> you should see I Jason's face I haven't face been to right anything now. 12 times. I've taken my parents there. <laughs> Just to get a sound bath? Yeah, we went there, went to Pioneertown, which is another favorite okay. of mine, which I'll talk about too at some point. I think I'm going to have a big birthday this year in Pioneertown. Who is? you? So, home? yeah, I think so. Because I haven't had a, a birthday thing in a while. So I think that might be the case. You're all invited. Yeah. Oof, I'm going to regret saying that. Yeah. Yes, I will. Um, But, uh, yeah, my parents were there. My parents, again, very like Norm Coar, Wisconsin Jews, went to get a sound bath, the Integratron. They loved it. Um, Yeah, it's just one of those fun, not such a secret secret anymore. Um, And let's talk about it. So the Integratron is listed on the National Register of Historic Places by the National Park Service. So part of the Park Service, not... Part of um historically tied to any city. Um and it's according to the Integratrons website, a resonant tabernacle and energy machine sited on a powerful geomagnetic vortex in the magical Mojave Desert.
0: The good old Mojave.
1: <laughs> right. I'm I had to think about that. Yeah. Um so they really keep it chill and keep it pretty low. <laughs> but I love that they the Oh, the website too is so, it's like uh, alien fonts in okay, the desert. Yeah. like Hieroglyphics. It's, yeah, they are very into it. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. I love that. it. Um, so, its creator, George Van Tassel, um, he was born in 1910. He claimed that the structure is based on the design of Moses's tabernacle, the writings of Nikola Tesla, and telepathic directions from extraterrestrials. Despite all of that, George Van Tassel was an aeronautical engineer who worked for Lockheed, uh, Douglas Aircraft, and who was a test pilot for Howard Hughes at Hughes Aviation. He was also really into UFOs and was, I would say, one of the leaders of the UFO movement in the 40s and 50s. He held these annual spacecraft conventions at this place called Giant Rock, where he lived, for 25 years. So this guy, again, it's like, okay, just an engineer, no big deal. Uh, who loved aliens. And I also want to talk a little bit about what the integrity looks like before we get into this too. It is a dome in the desert. It doesn't have any nails in it. Uh, it is held together with glue and some other types of adhesives. It is, I would say it would fit about 30. There's two floors. Um, the top floor is much smaller cause it's a, it's a dome. The bottom floor has a bunch of UFO shit all over and some stuff about Van Tassel. And it's got a couple like oversuff stuffed chairs. It's got some um, macrame, of course. Dream catchers, of course. Um, and then you go up this. You have to take off your shoes and leave your cell phones downstairs. You go up this little ladder to the top area. And I would say comfortably, maybe 30 people can be up there. And there's these little mats. And you lie down on the mat. You can have a blanket if you want. You don't need a blanket though. And then there's these quartz bowls in there there's about 10 of them um so you start you get and there's these little like porthole windows too so you've got this natural light you can hear weird shit because the sound bounces from one side to the other it like it moves through the dome but it, yeah it, it's like you are on a sh- spaceship like it's this tiny spaceship
0: so you're just you're laying on a mat yeah, for those of us who haven't been there twelve times, you lay on a mat, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? And the bo- what do the bowls do?
1: The bowls are made of quartz, and they all have a different frequency and note. So then this guy comes in, and he's usually it's either one of the sisters, the three sisters that now own it, or it's this guy who is the husband of one of the sisters. He comes up, he starts nonchalantly talking about different planets and how we're going to reach them today via the frequencies of these bowls, and you are like, "Yeah, baby, I am ready." And then he starts playing the bowls. Um, okay. And they sound like, they're like, mm. so it, it, and it's reverberating in your brain, it like takes over the space. It's really crazy and meditative and kind of intense. So you're laying there and just kind of listening to things and it's supposed to go through your body and make you feel lots of different things. People cry, but mostly people fall asleep because it's very relaxing. And you can hear the people who fall asleep because you can hear the sound so easily from like the other specific side of the room. And then after like, you know, a half hour, 40 minutes, they put on some weird new age music and you wake up and go go back to your life. And you feel... You feel rejuvenated. You feel good. You feel energized. Aliens can now speak to you clearly from inside your head. I'm sure
0: you know people that, I mean, if you've never experienced it, I mean, experiencing like a new Mm -hmm. experience and sound has got to change you in some way. Yeah.
1: I mean, my parents were just like chilled out after it, you know? And that's worst case scenario. Although I will read you some Yelp not so positive reviews Uh later. Um, but it's really fun and very special. And I've been to sound baths because, of course, I have in L.A. And this is so special.
0: Oh, they ha- I was wondering if they had other
1: ones. Yeah, they do. They have, a, they have a couple. If you a lot of times like a yoga studio will do sp- specific sound baths or like the Ace Hotel, of course, we'll do some. Um, but generally, this is the place like this is the place that is the sound bath mecca because of this strange history. Um, But let's talk a little bit more about Van Hassel and Giant Rock. So Giant Rock is actually um, a couple miles away from the Integratron. And it is where the Integratron was conceived of with the whole alien contact, etc. So um, it's a large freestanding boulder in the Mojave directly adjacent to Landers. It is 5,800 square feet of ground, seven stories high. It's a giant rock. like It looks like a giant fucking rock. It, it was supposed to be the, or it was the largest freestanding boulder in the world until a big piece broke off of it in 2000. Uh, Native Americans of Joshua Tree are considered, considered sacred, um, sacred space, uh, sacred grounds. In the 1930s, Frank Kritzer moved to Giant Rock because he was inspired by, apparently there's a lot of desert tortoises that dig holes in there to cool themselves, and he was like, oh, this is my home now. So he dug out a home on the north side of the rock with the assistance of dynamite, of course. Uh, They respect the land. Uh, White men respect the land. If there's anything you learn from this, learn that. Um, So he engineered a rainwater collection system and a tunnel for ventilation. The underground home was reportedly never hotter than 80 degrees and never cooler than 55 degrees. Kritzer transformed the nearby ancient lake bed into an airplane runway. By 1941, the airport averaged a plane a day, which is not bad for the middle of fucking nowhere Sadly, Kritzer perished in a self-detonated dynamite explosion in his room on July 24th, 1942, while being investigated by local police. <laughs> uh, at that time, Van Hassel, who was a friend of Kritzer's, of course, leased the property from the Bureau of Land Management, who had seized it, and left L.A. and moved to Giant Rock with his wife and probably three thrilled children. <laughs> Uh, George Van Tassel began conducting weekly meditation sessions in 1953 in the rooms underneath the giant rock, which he claimed led to UFO contact. And finally, to an actual encounter with extraterrestrials, when, according to George, in August of that year, a saucer landed from the planet Venus. You'll hear a lot about this if you go there, because they talk about the Venusians. Woke Van Tassel up and invited him onto the ship. These aliens gave him a formula for a proprietary frequency for rejuvenating living cell tissues. In 1957, he began building a structure he called the Integraton because the aliens wanted that. Um, again, I don't know what where that word specifically came from, aside from alien direction. Uh, so he was supposed to create the integratron to perform this sacred, crazy rejuvenation ceremony. Van Tassel described his creation this way. The Integratron is a machine, a high-voltage electrostatic generator that would supply a broad range of frequencies to recharge the cell structure. That sounds kind of scientific and legitimate when you say it like that. Yeah, sign not, me up. Not when you say Venusians came to me, took me up uh, to their planet to make this thing where I can um, put sound frequencies through their bodies so we can all reach a state of nirvana, which I think they use nirvana quite a bit in the sound baths, as you'd imagine, too. Shortly after... Um, yeah, so when the rock broke, too, it was kind of strange. It fractured in two. No one really knows why or how that happened. And the whole inside was this beautiful white granite, which you'll see if you will put a picture up of the rock. It just like looks like a rock. But inside, beautiful, pristine. Maybe, I don't know, maybe aliens are involved. Uh, okay, but back to Van Tassel. So he uh, had these, he was creating this structure from UFO contact, channelings, and ideas from scientists such as Nikola Tesla, and that was what created that unique architecture for the entire trend. He spent 18 years constructing the building. His annual spacecraft conventions were attended by tens of thousands across two decades, featuring speakers that included high-profile UFO contactees and pioneers in the fields of anti-gravity and primary energy research. Van Tassel led weekly meditations in the rooms under the rock from the 1950s to the 1970s, which he claimed led to more UFO contacts. The family hosted UFO conventions at Giant Rock for almost 20 years to raise money for the Integratron project. Um, So let's uh, take a little break, and then we'll get back to the fate of the Integratron.
0: Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyperconverged infrastructure with Dell Technologies solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done
1: yet? Why isn't it done yet?
0: IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwgcom tech okay. okay. And we're back,
1: baby. We're back we're in it. We're back. Um,
0: this this podcast would be the opposite of a sound bath, right? Yeah, these the frequencies you're getting from no, our voices, we're trashing your body. Yeah, like making we're it worse. putting
1: trash into your body. Yeah. We're not cleansing anything. No, no more garbage Taking. up here in your heart um, and all over the place. Okay, so back. It's 1959. You're in the middle of the desert. You're trying to create a structure that aliens told you to create, plus your science background. Um. 11,000 people approximately are attending your spacecraft conventions, which help you create this thing. So Van Tassel continued to work on this. He was not an engineer anymore. He just became incredibly obsessed with the Integratron, creating it, having all of his UFO um, uh, meditations and meetings, all of that revenue went to it. He, he also wrote some books during this time to create more revenue, but it was all from alien stuff, which kind of is my dream. You know, the idea of just like writing books about aliens as you construct your alien structure and do big alien conventions at your giant rock that you live under. Not yeah. so bad. That's not, not such a bad life. We've talked about a lot of bad lives on this podcast. This one, I would say not as bad. Um, but unfortunately, Van Tassel died suddenly in 1978, after which the buildings at giant rock were vacated and gradually vandalized until the Bureau of Land Management found it necessary to bulldoze the remains. So, there's parts of the rock that still are there. The whole structure is not there. Um, but there's some interesting photos of it at that time, too. We don't really also know how he died, or where his body is. Just kidding. No, the body is buried. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be great if the aliens took him back up?
0: Hey, maybe, you know, you don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, so, after Van Tessel died, people were like, okay. And... So there was some people like, what should we do with this weird half-made building? A lot of people wanted to turn it into a disco, but that plan was never realized because 1978, we're getting to the 80s. We don't need another disco in the desert. You know, enough. We're at capacity. The Integratron uh, was bought uh, by three sisters who were kind of peripherally part of the restoration. They were from the area. um, And they maintained the structure from then on for 30 years. So thank goodness that they... Uh, Got this because they really are in the spirit of Van Tassel's uh, studies and what he wanted for it. So they carrying on right, like very convenient. Uh, Their focus is to restore and preserve the structure while sharing its amazing acoustical properties with the world via the sound bath. So they also, if you go to the sound bath, you will hear a lot about Venus and aliens, but it's not as heavy-handed as it might have been if Van Tassel were doing it. They also talk about science vaguely and relaxation and please be respectful of your neighbors, etc. Um, so the entire is open to the public. It's about $35 for a sand bath. And the restoration is a continuing effort. When you go there, you wouldn't think that, but they, there's a lot of it that is from the original structure that they're trying to elevate. Um, it's made of wood, which even in the desert degrades quite a bit.
0: Does it look, is it like
1: futuristic looking? Yeah, it's like futuristic, like hip, futuristic like if you went into a store in echo park and it's like all white and then there's like a couple pieces of burning sage and tiny clay pots you know you're like oh this is like modern but not at all does that make any sense yeah kind of okay um so it's a tourist attraction there's sound baths where people are exposed to harmonic frequencies produced by quartz bowls It has a deep calming effect and it is supposed to be according to many people acoustically perfect because there's no nails in there. So a lot of musicians will go there to practice. A lot of, um, I think John Mayer, which we talked about last podcast, I feel like it was John Mayer. Who's the guy who wears a fedora? Not John. Um,
0: Oh, John legend.
1: No. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) not even John. La La Land.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, what's his God? He's like this like soft. Core, um, I feel like we know people who are like friends with him, uh, who do stuff. Softcore. Like, oh, no, he's like he had like one hit in like two thousand four. I want to know who this is. Oh, um, oh my God, people, help me out. If you could respond yeah, he had to a this, a f- fedora. Yeah, he had a fedora. Ah, um, oh, we're gonna look this up afterwards and figure it out. I want to know. I know. I forget who had who filmed a video in the entire oh, okay. time. Okay. Um, it was either John or John Legend, John Mayer or this guy that I can't think of. So very informational. Thank you. Um, so let's see the location of the integrity is also a part of its essential functioning. It was built on an intersection. Yes, that's it. How did you know? (laughs) Because
0: what I did was I just kind of took. I was thinking about John Mayer. I was thinking about yeah. the year. I'm kind of thinking about their look. Yes. And I was thinking about the names, and I was like, "Who else would nailed be it? That, yeah,
1: movie? yeah, like a good, like huh? a softer, lamer version of yeah. the of those people. Yeah, you know, it's hard to be.
0: I like. I mean, he's got a song I like. I think. Oh, when it comes on the radio, Michelle gets very mad because she hates it. But he's from yeah. San Diego. Oh, which I used to live in San Diego. Yeah, I used to
1: live there. Yeah. Okay. Wait, oh. hey, but do you know what I'm talking about? That uh, the, some comedians who do stuff with him. They're like sketch comedians. Oh, really? I didn't didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, he or John Mayer did a video there. I should have written that down. So, but anyway, the Integratron is part, it is built on the intersection of powerful geomagnetic forces that, when focused by the unique geometry of the building, concentrate and amplify the Earth's magnetic field. I don't know what that means. That is from the website. Uh, magnetometers read a significant spike in the earth's magnetic field in the center of the integratron, which is totally real and also a little creepy, but Hey, don't fall asleep in them. Cause it's very bothersome to the rest of the sound bath people. It was the integratron's r- landmark nomination was approved in April of 2018 and is now listed in the national register of historic places. Um, Yeah, it it is a testament to George Van Tassel's role in UFOlogy, um, the culture of the desert, uh, music, sound, uh, architecture. It's a very unique place and so unique that I was looking for other things to talk about. And I went on to Yelp. And I think this is a very good way to showcase some of the people's experiences. Um, So also, oddly enough, it's booked out till the end of August, right? It has only 173 reviews. It's 4.5 stars. Interesting. Weird, right? Maybe people,
0: I don't know. I feel like think people don't want to share. Maybe. It's so, maybe it's very special to them. And I think by sharing it on Yelp, maybe it, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Exploits that.
1: So. Exactly. So Krista S. gave it five stars. This place. Holy moly. First off, do not believe any of the bad reviews. It is probably because they did not listen or abide by the rules. Rules are in place for a reason, and if you cannot follow them, then you deserve to be treated accordingly. I love this place. I live in Houston, and I'm already looking to go back, and I was just there last week. You have to be on the ball and book this place ahead of time, so stop yelping and go book. It is literally the most relaxing place I have ever been to in my life. Go about 45 minutes early. Check in, go to the bathroom, and sit in the hammock village, but do not talk on your cell phone or talk to your friends. If you are here, it is to relax and not social hour. I wish there was an option to just lay there all day. It is definitely a must do.
0: She sounds like she can use it,
1: too. Yeah. (laughs) She likes to play by the rules, but she will let loose. Okay. Then we have uh, Kelsey C. Also give it five stars. Sound bad? Hippies banging bowls? Great. (laughs) (laughs) I can honestly say I was a hater I'm not really big at anything spiritual and I believe in science not chakras but the integratron makes things seem not so black and white the sound bath is actually a great experience the gentleman playing the bowls is a regular guy who is passionate about what he does and truly believes in the power of this acoustically perfect building and why wouldn't he a lot of crazy things run through this area and it didn't budge an inch during a devastating earthquake (laughs) was she in an earthquake during this? I don't know Once you get over how loud the sound bath is, it becomes a sensory deprivation type of experience, and I feel like it hits a frequency or touches a part of the brain that makes things go quiet. I left obviously more relaxed, and no, not because I took a nap. I know what it sounds like, but I do recommend checking out the Integratron and approaching things with an open mind. I enjoyed it so much, I even bought a magnet.
0: Hold on a second. (laughs) So she went... yeah. Pedal to the metal. Yeah, yeah. She's like, how much do I like it? They'll yeah. like prove it. They're like, how about I buy a $6 magnet? Yeah. And they're like, you wouldn't. Are you convinced yet? Would. yeah. <laughs> I like how buying a magnet's like, I'm their biggest fan. Yeah. I bought a magnet. How about that? And I have all their demos. I am now
1: the authority. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay, let's switch gears, though. Because so here's Simon A. Oh,
0: boy. He- He's not gonna- <laughs> I get Simon. this.
1: He gave the Integratron a one star. Oh, come on. Damning. It one get a star, star for just being <laughs> called Integratron. No, I know. That's not what he thinks. It didn't work. <laughs> 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 I tried to connect with the sound waves and the alien planet in this doomed wonderland, but question mark. Awesome, awesome experience. The chilled arrival, hanging out in a hammock, climbing up a ladder to an amazing dome. That's where it stopped. (laughs) The acoustics are mind-blowing, as is the narrative before you launch. Then the bull player asked me to turn it on my side, and I was breathing like I was snoring. It was a wrap. (laughs) The guy in from me was going through so-way yoga moves, so I followed. Had an amazing acoustic stretch in last bed, the venue. Spock me back.
0: (laughs) I don't... this person, I like how it doesn't work like, like I've used a couple of them, they work really well.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, this one's just broken.
1: No, I didn't like it. It broke, because I didn't, I'm not on a different planet right now. Okay, last one. Shayna B, five stars. Nice. If you don't know, now you know.
0: I That's good enough for me. I don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> right, that's These it. Is there more of it? Don't no, that's it.
1: it. That's all she wanted. She was like, out. Oh. It was in all caps. Oh. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I like Yelp refusing in it all caps. If she didn't buy a magnet, though, then... <laughs> I know. It's a good point. It's a good point. So there's a little Whitman sampler of people who've experienced the Integratron. Do you want to go, Jason? How are you feeling?
0: I mean, like, have you gone to ones in LA? Yeah. How do they compare?
1: They don't. Is it? Now this do is like, they not this is compare? This like a fucking like, uh, it's a whole it's thing. All, right? The whole thing. Yeah. Like sound baths here that I've been to have like four quartz bowls and they're in a yoga studio there you're like I guess I'm fucking lifting off here we are right. like holy shit yeah
0: is there, so it's is, worth it. would you say is there any benefits to, to going to a sound bath I mean I guess for the sheer relaxation part. yeah
1: relaxation it's a different experience I think it's very calming I think when people thinking about like meditation uh, you're like oh like I just sit there whatever this is a different kind of meditation where it's it's almost like a weird orchestra that you're listening to that's calming you. So I think anything where people are getting away from like the confining nature of like new agey self care or like weird stigmas about like mental health and things like that. I think these are good things to explore.
0: What if I'm on the go and I just want to mm-hmm. listen to one? You want to go on my iPhone <laughs> with my with my yeah. earphones in at a farmer's market. <laughs>
1: I think that's doable. Because I'm on the go. Ideal? No. Yeah. But yeah, a personal, a little like mini Integratron bite? Yeah. Little fix? Well, um, yeah. Okay. Buy it at the gift shop though.
0: Yeah. It's, I gotta have the magnet. <laughs> gotta have that magnet. She's like, oh, oh, are you doubting me? Watch this. I got a mag. I got the <laughs> least expensive thing there. What's cheaper than that? Nothing. A bottled water maybe. Some yeah. ionized yeah. integratron. There, part. there's
1: like Palo Santo that might be cheaper. Yeah, but it's so a tiny moon magnet. rock. And yeah. you know,
0: every time you're in her kitchen, she's like, oh, this? It's this? Like, didn't ask. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm going to tell you anyway <laughs> because uh, I got the magnet. <laughs> I invested in the magnet. And I guess the mag. I mean, is the magnet any? Because it's like magnetic. Is there anything extra? No, matters? I think it's,
1: it's a little like wink and a nod to it. It's um, probably just a regular magnet, I assume. Some they made in China or something like that. I don't know. Watch your brains, though. Did you get them? A-
0: you went there 12 times. Where's your magnet?
1: No, I didn't get one
0: poser